BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski. We will get to our lightning bets in just a bit, but first got to do a real quick Ryder Cup preview, don't we? And yes, being played in Italy, that's for sure. Team USA really doesn't fare well across the pond when it comes to the Ryder Cup. Certainly understand that. Uh, but when it comes to how the public is betting on the Ryder Cup, Joe, uh, opening odds for Team USA were at minus 175. Now it's at even money. Europe, those odds have shortened from plus 175 to plus 110 now. 40 46% of the bets are on Team USA, but 49% of the handle is also on the Americans. How do you see this playing out? What took so long? What took so long with that movement? We were on the air when it, the teams were announced, and mm-hmm. we saw the number that was originally posted, and we were flabbergasted. Like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. So part of me was thinking, do they just set that in favor of USA because they know where the money's coming from? They know they're going to bet on the red, white, and blue no matter what. Uh, I don't know. Well, what, what we're seeing is all of the at least respected money came in on Europe as they should have. I don't, maybe I'm dead wrong on this. I don't see this as being all that competitive. How about you? I think it can be competitive in large part because like Data Golf, for instance, pointed out that maybe Team Europe is a little bit more top heavy, but it's the supplementary players where everyone's playing on Sunday. That's where maybe Team USA uh, can make a comeback if a comeback is needed. So that to me is an interesting aspect to it. This course that has hosted the Italian Open emphasizes bombers. And so if you want to tail Rory McIlroy or Scotty Scheffler, that's probably a good play here. One guy for Team Europe who stands out to me is Nikolai Hoigor. Uh, played this course before with outstanding results, so he could win the top rookie honor, and you can get that at 3-1 to one at BetMGM, so that one uh, I really like. I'm curious, too, as I mentioned, that Team Europe may not be as deep, that maybe you can pounce on that. So Team Europe to lead after day two at plus 110, I think there's a good bit more value there than trying to pick who's going to win this thing when everything is said and done. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And you know what? Then uh, if you do it that way, then you don't have to worry about your bet while the NFL's going on, right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy yes. the rider as much as you can and then don't have your bandwidth spliced. Yeah, that's good. I think that's a really good angle, actually. I like that. <laughs> do, do the through day two. Because listen, the reality, once once the NFL starts, like everything shuts down. Like right. I don't have a family. I got nothing else going on. It's just It's just me and... Whichever games. It used to be Scott Hansen. I can't say that anymore because I've moved on. I, I did splurge for the Sunday ticket, and it was awesome last night. <laughs> Seven time. hours. And I, I can't wait. I can't wait. No, it's great. I can do what I want. I don't have to deal with what Scott Hansen and his producers decide that is important to me. I can I can choose, and I can figure out wh- which quad box exactly that I want, even though I, it had me cursing out the Jaguars for an entire afternoon. That was not a lot of fun, but I'm sure I'll be cursing out somebody else this Sunday, and I can't wait. Did the kids hear the cussing? Um, no, I don't think so. No, okay. it's more muttering. It's actually more muttering to myself. 
Okay. Well, Joe's <laughs> son is famously afraid to curse anyway, so. Yes, famously. He will not. He will, He's not interested. His <laughs> friends will. He will not. Nope. Okay. I'm like, all right. Fair that's, enough. that's fine by me. I'm not going to complain about that. No, it's been like a week of, of me not being able to remove myself from the couch. Like between the Jaguars, between... Freeman deciding that you play with 10 players on defense to beat Ohio State between the Cubs just botching this whole thing. It's just been a week of me mm-hmm. like, what is happening? <laughs> this is awful. Right. It's been a rough one. <laughs> yeah. Generally speaking, things are fine, but maybe it's like yeah. the, the top plays, like things that are in the spotlight, that's completely falling apart. And Cubs fans absolutely losing it after Ronald Acuna Jr. celebrated his 70th stolen base, being the first player <sighs> ever to go 40-70. Come on. Cut it They're out. still losing it. They're still losing it. It wasn't just the last night thing. Like, my station, 670 the score. People are all mad. Joe Girardi was on the station. He was mad about it this morning. Let's like, oh, my God. Just stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> This, this yeah. is if what you, people if, criticize about with baseball. You know, these old school people who sort of come in and say, no, that's not how you're supposed to do things. Ronald Acuna Jr. is better for the game than the old school mentality. Bottom line. If you if you win the game, nobody's talking about this. Nobody cares. Right. Go go out and win the game. You're looking for something else to be mad about. And it's that's not David Ross for the moment. It's, the, it's not, not Suzuki the for the moment. It's something yeah, else. They're yeah. mad that he stole a 70th base on them and then immediately got walked off on, which makes it so much funnier. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely it is. That's amazing. Uh, okay, time now for my lightning bets here. And uh, we talked at length about Thursday Night Football, so please check out our podcast wherever you podcast. It's why I'm taking the Packers' money line, because I think this Packers' offense will continue to mm. evolve despite the injuries that will be discussed a lot between now and kickoff. Um, With Jordan Love, I think this sort of aggressive approach is going to be maintained. It's not going to be Deacon Dunk. It's going to be throwing deep a good bit more. So I like the under 19 and a half receptions for him for that very reason at minus 105. And I mentioned this earlier, but Jared Goff over 35 and a half yards for his longest completion at minus 120. Whether it's to Amon Ross St. Brown or another one of those hot shot receivers, I do feel like that for at least a couple of opportunities, Jared Goff will not be facing the heat. And when that happens, when he utilizes that play action, something deep will be available to him. And I think he will connect for over 35 and a half, Joe. All right, very good. If I had to make a play on the side, I'm not going to make a play. But if I had to make a pick, it feels like I'm flipping a coin. And that's why we have the number that we have. But I, I would go with the Lions. But Goff under under heat and uh, the offensive line doesn't look like it's going to be all that healthy. Even the guys that are going to be out there, they're not going at 100% on a short week. Um, that's dicey. And and we still don't know about some key players in this game. But I am going with the under 46 in this divisional matchup short week. Offensive line injuries for both teams. Yeah, I'm going to go with the under 46. I, I'll be keeping a close eye on Jordan Love once again because his success has been quite curious. It's like, is this sustainable for an entire season? I don't have the answer right now. But I'm curious to see how he does because this is a defense that you can't score some points on. So at home, once again, after the big comeback last week, I want to see how he performs. Uh, but my bet is under 46 on that game. And Jared Goss going to have to get rid of the ball quickly. I think yep. Amon Ross and Brown is going to get all the looks and get plus money on the receptions. I like that. 
over six and a half receptions. He was racking up a ton of catches last year when they would face defenses that can bring some pressure. And this is set up for the Packers to do that uh, as well. So uh, I have a Lillard bet. My Lillard bet is not on Lillard. It's not on the Bucks. Well, it kind of is because I think they're going to have one of the best records in the NBA. That's not a hot take. But Adrian Griffin, 16-1 to 1 coach mm. of the year, is mispriced. That's a bad price. Um, no, he's, he's going to be in this conversation. They're going to be a top two seed in the East. So I, I think that's a pretty strong play. Yeah, maybe I get beat out by someone that exceeds expectations like we saw last year with Mike Brown. But no, I'll back Griffin because over the years, it goes to a coach that has one of the highest win percentages. There are outliers. There are Tibbs. There are Mike Browns. But, hey, by the way, they had an awesome record last year, too. Their win total was just to start so low. So I'm going under Thursday Night Football. St. Brown over receptions. Adrian Griffin, coach of the year. Jake? Do you find it one of the more infuriating things when people want to claim that the Eastern Conference is more balanced? Like, the Eastern Conference has been top-heavy forever now. Maybe there's one season or two where, like, the three-seed or the four-seed can be in contention. But those days are almost never there. And once again, we have Milwaukee, we have Boston, and we have everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Are you – what about Philly? Are we just – we're done waiting for them? (laughs) Are we Uh, done? Yeah. They're just going to be on that second tier? Pretty much. Like, the the whole James Harden thing is weird to me. Like, I I wouldn't necessarily matter. I mean, I guess there are ways to resolve it. But, I mean, the the shooting has to be there. Like, you you needed James Harden to go off to win some key playoff games. I'm not sure that's sustainable come playoff time. Like, they're they're just a notch below everybody else. And look, Joel Embiid had to be completely healthy for them just to get as far as they did. That's not something you can expect every single year. The process didn't work. I'm not betting on Joel Embiid to back it up and be healthy again. No, can't. You can't. We can't sample size is too large. He's a big man. Like we we know how this goes. We know. Like, right. congrats to him on the season he put together. But chances are he's not going to be able to do that again. He's not going to play 66 games again. Jake. All right. Under one and a half earned runs allowed by Sonny Gray. He goes against the A's today, and in his last four home starts has not allowed more than one earned run like that. Corbin Burns, I'm going to take a shot. Ten plus Ks is better than six to one. Cardinals are mailing it in at this point. Arenado's on the I.L., quote unquote, and everybody else (laughs) are just trying to see if they're worth keeping around for next year. Goldschmidt's the only one of their notable guys still playing. Burns in general. Awesome against the Cardinals, a 32% K rate versus that roster as it is. So I'll take a shot there. 10 plus Ks for Corbin Burns today. Over seven and a half in Red Sox Orioles. I don't get this number at all. Chris Sale has bad history versus the Orioles as it is. 304 batting average, 544 slugging. And Dean Kramer is just gross and also has a bad start against Boston already this year. So I'll take the over there. I think that's wrong. Chris Bassett to record a win. Has recorded a decision in six of his last seven starts. Won four of them. The Yankees just want the season to end. Talk about mailing it in. And they already have bad history against Bassett. Blue Jays still playing for the playoffs. Marcus Stroman made his first start in months last week. Got lit up by Colorado in three innings. Gets the Braves now. Good luck with that. Ozzie Albies, two plus hits, plus 185. Seven for 16 his career versus Stroman. And over the last two weeks, 
Yanks hitting 389. Rangers money line. Love Jordan Montgomery in this spot against the Mariners. Seattle is just okay against lefties and have bad history against them. And then just for funsies, home run play of the day, Rafi Devers and David Peralta, a double feature. I like it. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.